0: Sound Awake on SAFM, 3 to 5 a.m. Given Makusha, giving us a shout out there on Twitter, saying good morning, Asanda Peda, hashtag SAFM Sound awake. Thank you the uh, community member. Wellness Corner, let's get into it. It's 42 minutes past four. How to plot a career change? A career change can increase your peace of mind, passion, and activity levels. If your current career doesn't satisfy you, Changing fields can provide new challenges and relationships that will boost your work satisfaction. It's important, however, to know how to make that switch to ensure you get the desired results in your new occupation. How do we do this? Let's find out or get some guidance from Paula Quincy, who is a relationship expert, author of Embracing Conflict and Embracing No. How are you this Thursday, Paula? Yes. I'm thanks. well, thanks. Great. Thanks for joining us. So, I mean, yeah, we are wrapping up the year. We're looking forward to the next year. There are going to be changes that we want to make into the new year and most notably will be those around our career. So this is the right time to think about how we want to plot in terms of that career change. When we embark on a journey, we have a plan. We know where we're going. We've got our uh, directions. We've got our things packed and all of that uh, that we're going to need for that uh, journey. Does it work the same with a a career uh, change?
1: Absolutely. You know, it's about being strategic, especially if you're doing a completely different shift into a different sector altogether, or whether you're remaining in the same industry and sector that you're in, but you're just wanting to move to a a different company. So
0: where do we begin?
1: I think the first thing is sitting down and deciding in terms of what is your current um, skills level and your qualifications and accreditations. And um, if you're doing a complete different career change, what skills do you need and how can you use the time now to upskill yourself? Um, you can do, you know, you can do that both formally and informally. So there's lots of online um, learning and courses and platforms that you can look at upskilling yourself in the meantime. Or if you want to do it in a formal way, what sort of courses or programs or qualifications do you need to sign up for next year um, to get yourself started on that? And then start looking at the types of companies that you want to be in, um, working for. Is there a specific company or brand or organization you want to work for? And start researching that company already to see um, you know, what opportunities they have and what type of um, industry that they're in, who their competitors are, that kind of thing. So do your homework.
0: Okay. This is obviously not a job change plan. This is a career. An entire career is going to be completely different from just a job one, right? So is there more pressure when it comes to career change plans?
1: Definitely, because, you know, especially when you start going for interviews, you might have to explain, um, you know, to the recruiters and or the companies why you're going through a career shift in a a completely different direction and, you know, what qualifies you to do that. And especially if you don't have any experience in that industry or if you don't have any formal qualifications, you know, how, how do you put yourself forward and sell yourself based on the value that you can bring to that organization? and how you can contribute, um, you know, and in showing them how you can um, bring that value to the table and why they should be employing you.
0: Can a pause uh, in career to study also be seen as a career change as well? I know you mentioned that in terms of a career change plan, you need to start by upskilling, but upskilling can also be, you know, a month of a course or three months of a course, whereas you can decide to study for three years Is that also a career change that needs a plan to pause and to go study?
1: Yes, most definitely. You know, it's not uncommon for people to take sabbaticals um, from from a work environment, whether that's to upskill themselves in a full-time basis and becoming a full-time student again, or just because, you know, you want to take some time out and have a break between career changes and different industries.
0: What would your advice be there on that? Because, you know, you're going to have a, a pay cut as well.
1: Definitely, so, you know, obviously the most important thing is, you know, if you are in a relationship, it's like sitting down with your partner and discussing how this is going to impact the both of you financially, or if you're on your own. Do you have the financial resources to take this time out? Um, potentially, that may involve that you want to take on some part-time work or some consulting work or something to keep you going and just keep a, you know, your sort of your toe in the working um, economy. Um, that can also contribute to your skills. You know, we should never underestimate what we do and how that can add value and teach us skills and how we can apply those skills going forward. Skills and experience doesn't necessarily have to come via a piece of paper or, or accreditation.
0: So goals around time then, let's talk about that part. Uh, we've, we've discovered uh, the skills that we need, we've upskilled, we've discovered the types of companies we want to work for, done our research there in terms of opportunities. Should there be goals around time in terms of how long I'm giving myself to start in this new career and how long I'm giving myself to stay in it?
1: Most definitely. So the first thing would be if you are currently employed, what is your required notice period? You have to factor that in. If you are taking a break, you know what does that look like, and and then that time frame for yourself and the plan of action that you need to put in place is well, who who do I need to speak to to help me do this this career change? Do I need to go and speak to recruiters? Do I have people within my network that I can go and speak to and put the word out there that I'm looking for this career change? Um, do I have mentors or do I know people in that, in that company that I want to go and work for that I can go and speak to that they can you know put in a good word for me or look out for opportunities for me and put that, put that way forward? So the better you plan and the clearer the idea that you have of where you want to go and how to get there, the more it becomes a reality and you can make it happen.
0: Should plan B's be part of that uh, career change plan? In case A doesn't work, uh, uh, let me go for option two.
1: Most definitely, you know, um, some, you know, getting a new job doesn't necessarily happen overnight. It does take time. So I think, first of all, you know, just prepare yourself for for the rejection factor. It is a reality. It does happen when you apply for jobs and, you know, they come back and say, sorry, you're not suitable or you don't qualify. But at the same time, you know, so to, from a mental point of view, because that can become demotivating and it mm-hmm. can knock our confidence on those levels. And then also to, um, you know, just... Uh, Pace yourself, I think, in terms of um, how you're going about it. Don't create unrealistic expectations in the process. Yes. All right. Well,
0: I think that makes a lot of sense for us. Let's connect with you, Paula, and I'm glad to be connecting with you also after my break. (laughs) I missed you.
1: (laughs) Yes, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You can um, find me on all the social media platforms, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn and on my website, com or EngagedHumans.com.
0: Have a thriving Thursday.
1: Thank you and to you and the listeners too.
0: Paula Quincy is relationship expert, author of Embracing Conflict and Embracing No, talking to us about how to plan your career change plan.